Hello, adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, enjoy the book. Burning Vestige, Volume 1, by Warlock and Deal, a study focusing on Merun's Dagon and his supposed attack on a clan of witch hunters. This contains privileged information regarding the Daedric Prince Merun's Dagon. In case you've been living in an alien ruin since the dawn of recorded history, involvement with Dagon and his ilk is frowned upon quite fiercely by most populations of Tamriel. Having this book or its companion volume in your possession could earn you suspicion from your neighbors as well as agents of the law. In many districts, worships of the Master of Razors is illegal, and communion rituals involving the Daedric Prince are punishable by death. Amongst even the Daedric Princes, none are more openly concerned with the suffering of mortals. Whenever Dagon appears, he leaves destruction in his wake, and contact with the Master of Razors often results in death for the Conjurer, along with everyone else in the vicinity. Sudden floods, thunderstorms, and other natural disasters all over Tamriel have been tied to communions with Mehrun's Dagon, and the most detailed account I've read about occurred in Eastmarch. Hranvard Frostfinger, a witch of Eastmarch, is said to have sacrificed 13 innocents to Dagon in a single night, prompting the Daedric Prince to briefly open a portal from the Deadlands to Skyrim. The only witnesses were members of the Direfrost family, a clan of witch hunters, who managed to find and slay Hranvard. Immediately following, they came under a mysterious and brutal attack themselves. Their leader, Ilothon, was the only survivor, who later wrote in his memoirs. We followed the stench of burning flesh for a half mile, and we caught up to Hranvard at nightfall, by the Sea of Ghosts. She lay cackling among her thirteen victims, whose bodies had been stacked in a mass grave, encircled by spidery writing. Slaying her was an easy task. All it took was a single silver bolt. But when the deed was done, the air suddenly began to boil and crack. Fearing some residual spell, I had my men retreat up the nearest pass, where we watched the snow below catch fire, and the sky split apart with flame. We turned to flee, but it was too late. Fire poured from the wound in the air and engulfed my thirty men. I tried to help them, but the flames wouldn't die and wouldn't burn my flesh. A voice bellowed from the burning maw above. You will suffer better among the living. Many, including members of the Mages Guild, are skeptical of Ilothan's story, respected as he was amongst the Direfrost hunters. They found no sign of Mehrun's Dagon at the Sea of Ghosts, save the blasted, mirrored sand. Obviously, the Dire Frosts disagree. There was still the matter of thirty missing hunters. The Dire Frosts have since intensified their war against the Covens of Eastmarch. The Mages' Guild, however, has struck the event from their records of note, citing the blasted sand at the Sea of Ghosts as a meteorological phenomenon. But I believe Ilothon was correct. I was there, as a senior advisor on the party that surveyed the beach. Volume 2 of this collection contains a detailed account of everything I found at the Sea of Ghosts, including half of the spidery circle that Ilithon describes. Any aspiring conjurer who wants a chance at contacting Mehrun's Dagon should follow me there. 